Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt. And my name is Casey. Welcome in, everybody. Oh, I'm I'm really excited about today's episode <laughs> because we are talking Matt. merch. Matt, 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 Matt. Matt, 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 I have to ask you a question. Yes. Has there ever been an episode where you haven't started off with, I'm really excited about today's episode? I mean, I do have, um, uh, what what is it called? Let's see. Um, um, I believe I call it low delight level, um, LDL. Okay. All right. Um, I have very low LDL. And so pretty much everything I'm really excited for. That's good. That's okay. It's I, I'm excited about today's episode too. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, some, what is it? We're talking yeah. some the top ten. We got another top ten list for you. Top ten souvenirs that you can get at uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, this, yeah. this of course, um, and I mean, I guess a lot of these you can get at Disneyland as well. But um, um, some of mine are Disney World specific. But uh, you know, you can obviously there is there's no shortage of opportunities to buy something at the mm-hmm. uh, Disney parks, um, either you being dumped in a gift shop at the end of a ride or just down walking down Main Street. Plenty of opportunity. But um, I, I will say, I, I will say, Disney, as they always do, does souvenirs better than pretty much any theme park out there. Because, I mean, if you have spent any time at a generic carnival type atmosphere or a festival or you've gone to let's say a cedar point or a six flags great america or frankly universal although universal would be a tier above those but like a six flags or a a a cedar point it's very generic theme park souvenir type stuff disney raises the bar because of the type of guest and clientele that they're ultimately serving. And so, I mean, I don't know how you approach this list, Matt, but I looked at this as like, what are the things if I'm in, cause I go to the park so much that like, if I'm going to spend money on something, what do I not want to waste money on? And what do I actually want to put my money on? You know? Yeah. It's, um, there is a lot of stuff that you can just buy that. Yeah. Is just stuff. But mm-hmm. I do think, you know, one of the things that I try to do is um, look at what also is unique, but also may give you a little bit of an experience. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of mine are very generic and you will be able to like telegraph, you know, the souvenirs on my list. Like it, it's not hard, uh, you know, I'll talk into a little bit more of, of why it's, you know, why it's on my list and where it's ranked. But um, a couple of them are just like, this is just really fun and unique it's just really really there's not a place anywhere else that you can get something like this or get this type of experience so yeah awesome well i'm excited i'm wondering if we'll see any crossover as we sometimes do on our top 10 lists um do you want to start first or would you like me i to think start i first? started first last time so why don't you kick okay. us off all right well i'm gonna start off with my number 10 And this is actually a souvenir that you purchase before you even get to the parks. Because if you purchase it before you get to the park, you actually save uh, $30 by doing it. And that is Memory Maker. 
I, as a travel agent, have recommended Memory Maker to every single one of my clients who books. And I'd say 95% of them end up buying it. And the ones that don't, I feel bad because they get all these great pictures that they ultimately don't have access to. So Memory Maker, for those of you who don't know what it is, if you purchase it up to 30 days in advance, it's $169.99. Now, that seems like a lot of money for a souvenir, but it's not. You get unlimited access, unlimited photo downloads of every single professional photo taken at a Walt Disney World while you're on your Walt Disney World vacation. That's from the PhotoPass photographers who are now in green, the on-ride photos. So like if you buy Genie Plus, you get those on-ride photos. But if you don't buy Genie Plus, you don't get them unless you pay for them individually. $169.99 means you don't have to worry about who's in the picture Everyone's in the picture and they're high definition photos as well. They're high def. My favorite part, though, is you get the magic shots. That's more of the souvenir. If we're talking about things that you can show off to friends and family about your really awesome Disney vacation, social media is where we show off a lot of this stuff anyway. Right, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. So the magic shots will randomly Olaf will show up or Tinkerbell or you'll get a random video of you on the ride dropping down in the Tower of Terror all because you purchased the the memory maker. It is worth its weight in gold. And I mean, it used to be used to print these things off. You don't really print them anymore unless there's like one particular shot you absolutely want to keep. And you go over to your local, you know, Walgreens and do a printout at that point yeah. if you absolutely want it. But to have those photos, I still look back at vacations past, not only pictures that I've taken, but the pictures that were taken by the PhotoPass photographer. And those are some of my favorite pictures because they're candid. Everyone's in the shot. Sometimes there's a magic shot. So right off the bat, Memory Maker is my number 10. Okay. I had that on my honorable mention. The only reason I left it off is because I am just a, like, trinkets person, and this wasn't as trinkety. That was literally the only reason. (laughs) It's a digital trinket. You could could call it your very own NFT. Yes. (laughs) No one else gets it but you. You, Yes, yes. Oh, the the world of NFTs. Oh, man. I don't even know those still exist anymore. I think they were out there for a minute. Oh, do they? Okay, I, I wasn't sure. Waiting for Disney to come out with theirs. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's, <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> I'm sure it is coming. Um, All right, Matt, what's your number ten? Okay, mine is a incredibly specific one, and that is one of the banshees that you can get at Pandora World of Avatar. That one is also on my list. How high was was that? For uh, you? you know what? I don't necessarily have these numbered. I'll just say that it's on my list right now. But it's part of something, a, ah. a kind of a b- bigger grouping, which. Okay. I'll talk about in a minute okay yeah so this is one of those that that i talked about an example where you don't just walk up and buy one you you, there's a whole like process this yeah there's a little ceremony there's a little there's it's it's fun it's a little thing but then just outside of that just a little thing that hangs out your shoulder and then you can like control to make and pretty discreetly to make it look like it's alive Mm -hmm. and moving it's really fun. I I I've I have not bought one, um, but I have definitely checked it out and, and like played around with some of them. It's a good time. It's a like, it's, and they're not they're not horribly priced either. I think they're about sixty sixty five dollars something like that. For, That's not horrible for something for, what you're a, getting. for something in a Disney park. No, it's really not. Like yeah. you're and and again, I'm factoring in the experience to that. That yeah. I mean, you're paying. What, like 10 of those dollars 
20 of those dollars to go through the mm-hmm. ceremony, the, the, the thing like to me, that's worth it than just, okay. I, I, I went and I picked out a Banshee and I paid $90. It's no, I, I got to have this experience picking this out. And now I get to kind of have a little, my, my little pet and things like that. I don't know. I, I think that's a really fun, unique, uh, uh, souvenir, that if you're looking for something to buy to commemorate the trip, especially if you're a kid, even I would say like a little bit older, like, I mean, not your 16 year old, but like that, like eight to 12 range of like, maybe mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse is a little too, you know, quote unquote babyish, so to speak. Like this is something mm-hmm. that, that they can get excited about. I'm with you, you know, and like I said, I put this in a, a category. I'm just going to put this out there now. Um, and I have a feeling this is going to cross maybe one of your others, <laughs> but I put these as a group and, and I call these the park specialized items. Mm. So is what I called this. And so this was the one I had for Animal Kingdom, the Banshee. The one that I had for Epcot, um, there's a couple different experiences, but one that particularly rings true for Epcot for me is in the Japan Pavilion. Have you have the list. ability <laughs> to to get the pearl, to get yes. the pearl, um, and and pick the the oyster and 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 pick your specific oyster, and they go through this entire process, right? In Hollywood Studios, you have. The lightsaber and the droid experience. Is that on your list? Also on my list. I'm wiping you out right now (laughs) with one of mine. And then at Magic Kingdom, you've got the Bibbidi Boppity Boop experience or the Main Street USA haircut experience. Yes. Was that on your list too? No, that one was not. Okay. So I I just wiped out three of yours. So I'll let you speak to the other two real quick, the lightsaber and the pearls, since they're probably higher up on your list. But, But I had them kind of as one. Like those are very specialty type items that create... A not only a physical item that you're taking home with you, but you're also getting the memory of doing it. I mean, I still remember going to Disney with um, my with Amy, uh, Fairy Pod Mother Amy, and she did that uh, at the Japan p- Pavilion, and she she walked away with one of her. I think it was a silver pearl. I remember doing it with Nate's mom when when we took her down, and she walked away with the pearl. So there's something very special about that. So that was the the pearl was my number nine. So if you have no idea what we're talking about, like so there is a in the Japan Pavilion. You can go, and they have a tank full of oysters. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you go and pick the oyster, and they do a whole thing where you, they open it, and then you get to keep the pearl that's inside. Um, I did I did read um, that if you are looking, sometimes there's double pearls, and if you want to increase your chances, you want to get like the biggest, hairiest, gnarliest looking oyster as as you possibly can. Uh, in order to to better your chances, so mm. that's what I that's, found to that. That's one. very that's very Disney, by the way. It's not what's on the outside; it's how yeah, what the inside exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, but that's one of those things that, like, if I'm going by myself, I'm probably not just like randomly getting a pearl. But mm-hmm. like, what a cool, like, what a really cool experience that you can have. Um, and then the the lightsabers and droids I have is number four on my list. Um, those are, those are pretty high up because those are especially and especially the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Like that is a whole process of building. Well, both of them are. Both and, of them are experiences. Yeah. yeah, the lightsaber. To your point, is probably for the older child. I'd say you know eight, nine, ten, and up. And 
to frankly adult. Um, the droid building is maybe you got a little bit younger who maybe isn't able to experience the lightsaber experience yet, but they get to build their droid. And it's a whole, it's a whole like process. It's a whole, um, uh, I don't even know what the uh, word is I'm looking for. You, but... you, you get to customize it. You get to pick, yeah. you get to pick this, you get to pick the personality. I mean, honestly, don't get me wrong. I want to do both of them, but I, I I'm really excited. The, 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 the thing that I want to do when I go to galaxy's edge is do the droid. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I would love to do the lightsaber, but I also would, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the droid. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, those are just, again, like incredibly specific experiences that come with, especially, you know, for, People who have, you know, dreamed about becoming a Jedi since they mm-hmm. were a kid to be able to, like, go through the, you know, pick out their their kyber crystal and pick out their hilt. And, like, there's yep. the, there's so much customization to it that it, it isn't just like a, all right, pick this out. And it's the same as the... 500 other of them that we've got in the back like it's yes you know obviously there's someone potentially could pick the same thing as you but for the most part you're getting like a completely unique thing to you and and there's also very very um rare kyber crystals embedded sometimes you find the white one or the i think they even had a black one at one point too and and like that they were hard to find and when you found one you were lucky you know like it came out of nowhere so um yeah i had mentioned bibbidi boppity boutique on here or even the haircut on main street usa again these are experience driven specific situations at the magic kingdom bibbidi boppity boutique probably more for the kids but you know you have the experience of getting your hair done dressed up like a prince or a princess purchasing the dress it's an experience you get all those great pictures again tied to the the photo pass photography that i mentioned earlier it's definitely one of those experiences that your kid won't forget you won't forget it'll wind up on their graduation board when they graduate high school kind of thing right yeah what was your number nine then we've kind of jumped all over let's get back on track yes i don't really have these numbered but where i'm going to go next is um i am a huge plush collector Mm. however there is plush overload when you are at the parks. There is plush everywhere. Don't waste your money on a generic Mickey Mouse plush or a generic Pluto plush. I mean, granted, if your kid's screaming and absolutely wants one, do they really need that or can you get it at a local Target or Walmart? When I say plush, find a specialty plush that is park-specific, like the Indiana Jones Mickey Mouse plush that you can only get at Disney Hollywood Studios or the Pluto holding the keys for and outside the Pirates of the Caribbean plush that you can only get at Magic Kingdom or the Yeti plush or only the things that you can get that are specialty in the parks. Or if you're a dated collector, get the ones that are dated or holiday specific, right? There's always a holiday plush. There's always a Halloween plush. There's the year plush there. They just got done with the 50th anniversary. They had two different versions of the Mickey plush. The one in his, his uh, platinum outfit or his, his 50th anniversary outfit and one that they just did with all the fireworks on it. Yeah. So like, like if you're going to get plush, that's, that's awesome. I, I mean, all about, I, I've got over a hundred Mickey mouses myself on my shelf next to me. That said, 
if you're going to spend the $30, $35 that Disney parks charge for a plush, make sure it actually has some meaning behind it, right? Don't just go for the generic Dumbo or Mickey Mouse or whatever. So that would be, in my mind, uh, a great souvenir. Yeah, because it, gen- it's easily packable, too. Yes. Yeah, that's a good advantage of that one. And uh, the generic ones, you can get on Shop Disney before you go. Yeah. So you can yeah. save the money. Like, that's my biggest thing with kids. Like, I get it. Like, you know, kids are in a store and they're screaming and, and sometimes you just have to give in. Uh, there is no – all parents out there, there is zero judgment in that. <laughs> but if you can – like, all right, we're going to Disney. We're going to get you a Mickey or get you a Minnie or this is your plush for this trip and you get it beforehand. One, it can be a plane buddy. It can be a bus mm-hmm. buddy. It can be a car buddy. Um, you know, as you go. And then hopefully what that does is when you get in a situation of a gift shop and they see all of the plush, what registers is I already have my buddy. And, um, and so now I can maybe look to other things or. I think I'm partially jaded on the plush just because of how much of it we sold when we were at the Disney store. And it's exactly the same plush. Exactly the same. It's And and again, the stuff that you're going to get at a Target or a Walmart or a JCPenney is going to be of a different quality. The kid isn't going to know that though. And so if you're going to spend the money on the quality stuff. Buy a specialty one. Well, and and that's my key with buying it on Shop Disney beforehand. What's on Shop Disney is the same yes. thing that's in the park. So I, if you really do care about that quality, just just get it beforehand. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little secret right now that Disney does not want you to know. If you're in the middle of a shop in Disney World and there is something that you absolutely want and um, it just the price is just, it's just cost prohibitive, no matter what it is. Go online, go to shopdisney.com or go to the Shop Disney app, search it out. You will almost always find it. And while it will be the same price, maybe a little bit less, add it to your favorites and sign up for their email and wait for their next sale. I did that in the middle of um, in the middle of the Epcot shop with my brother last October. There was a, a, a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse doll set that he wanted to buy um, Lily. And I said, well, let's go online. At that moment in time, they had a 25% friends and family sale going right then and there. I was able to buy it and ship it to his house. So it was waiting for him when he got home and he saved 25%. Exactly. Yeah. So so just think with your mind, not with your heart. I know, yes. you know, these souvenirs can be pretty expensive really quickly. But that's why I think a lot of the things on our list were targeting like experience, Mm-hmm. Em- emotional attachment to this yes. because yes. you you can't yes you I believe you can buy a banshee online you can you but can. then you just get a banshee and that's yep. fine it comes comes in a plastic bag and you have no no attachment to it you don't remember that time that that one person talked to you while you had, you had it on your shoulder while you're waiting in line for the Navi River journey right yeah. like you don't you don't have that attachment that's how I'm with the next one that I'm going to share with you, might as well get there. So. Yeah, go for it. Transition. Um, so, Look at that so, segue. So, so you all know I'm a huge, huge, huge pen collector. I love collecting pens. While I have gotten away from the pen trading per se, because in a lot of ways the pen trading um, became the hunt's kind of fun, but you started to see the same things over and over again. You started to see a lot of the scrappers and it just, it wasn't, there was no emotional attachment. We talked about that where I have found a lot of fun in my pen collecting is that I always make it a point to grab a pen 
from the resort that I'm staying at or the attraction that I have just seen or the experience that I've just been to, to, to kind of commemorate that experience, right? So whenever I say at a new resort, I get the pin for that resort. So I've got a pin for every one of the resorts. When I go to Riverside in a couple of weeks, I'm going to get the pin for Riverside. When we go to Disneyland, which I didn't get a chance to tell you, I just upgraded my hotel to the Disneyland hotel. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to get the Disneyland hotel pin, right? Um, When we ride Tron, I'm going to get the Tron pin, right? So that's a fun way because now when I go back through and look through my, my pin photo album, which Matt, I know you've seen, um, it makes me think of those times, those memories when I got those pins, when I was able to experience um, those those attractions or those experiences that led to me purchasing that item. Pins, the, the blind packs. I mean, if you want to start the pin collecting and doing the trading, the blind packs, the five packs, I mean, they run you 30, 40 bucks. That's crazy expensive. Um, you can buy a whole bunch online to do pin trading. Now we talked about that in the pin trading yeah. episode, but if you're there just to collect them, and this is probably more for your teenagers on up one pin, 15, $20, that, that's a souvenir. That's not horrible. You can wear it around all, all trip long and then put away in your album to look back on when you're, um, when you're just wanting to reminisce well and there's a whole lot of ways to like display pins and everything this is now mm-hmm. turned i think we're just abandoning the top 10 we're just going to start talking about things now because um <laughs> so i had resort merch just in okay. general that okay um like, I, I remember as a separate at, item so like, <laughs> i remember staying at art Adva- art of animation and like going this stuff is really cool like so don't forget if you are staying on property don't forget about the yes. resort gift shop because yes. you will find some unique things um You'll find some unique things in those resort places that yes. you won't find anywhere else. So definitely like, not forget those. If and, you have a day that you're not going to a park and you resort hop, part of resort hopping is hitting the resort gift shops. Yeah. Because there are things that you will find that you will not find in the parks that are not that are not just resort branded, but just are themed. Like, for example, did you know in the Polynesian there is an entirely Moana themed gift shop? I did not know that. It's, it makes sense. It's in the poly. Exactly. Entire yeah. Moana themed gift shop. Makes total sense, right? Yeah. But you only find that at the poly. The Coronado Springs, you've got a whole bunch of like Mexican Riviera type themed product. A lot of fun home product, colorful, yeah. ceramic type home product there. Yeah. And then to, to kind of put a bow on your pin thing, I, I, I didn't put pins on the list because that, that to me was like kind of a... Duh. <laughs> um, well, maybe not um, everyone does them. I don't know. But I, the nice thing of that pins give you is that it gives you the most variety in IP. That if you are the fan of a really obscure movie, chances are not one hundred percent, but you have a much better chance at finding a pin with that character or person or movie or whatever on it than you do with like a t-shirt or a plush or a figurine or something like that. I want to add to that too, Matt, that pins, unlike many other items that you can get in the park, a lot of the pins that you find in the parks are not available on shop Disney. Exactly. You can't, or in your point, resort branded items. There's a most resort branded items are only available when you go down to Disney. So there's a level of exclusivity there of 
ooh, I'm not going to have a chance to get that um, uh, if I leave. A couple of years ago, they had two different apps. There was there was Disney, the Disney Store app before yeah. it was Shop Disney, and there was the Shop Disney Parks app. I don't know if you remember that app or yeah, not. Yeah, it used to be two separate things. Yeah, and you could use that to find where certain items were throughout the parks. They eventually blended the two together, but ever since then, there are certain things you, you can't get unless you're in the parks. Yeah, I mean that's and that's the that's the stuff that I really like to buy when I'm down there is the mm-hmm. stuff that is okay. I'm not going to be able to get this anywhere else. This is completely unique, and that's why I'm, I'm again I'm going to now transition into uh, event specific merch mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. another one that kind of goes with the resort specific where it's if there's a festival going on like yes. flower and garden food and wine you know like my flower and garden orange bird pen that exactly, i have right now exactly <laughs> um you know the stuff like the disney 50 100 years of magic is happening right now what what na- insert name of event here um that kind of merch also can be really really fun and then again that's a unique thing that you're not finding Every day, and even it's going to change every year. And so, to that point, I want to add real quick. Um, I think we covered this on the pins episode, but I'm going to mention it again. If you're looking at an item, you might see that it says limited edition versus limited release. Yes. Matt, do you know the difference between the two? So, if not, I'll cover it. I so, just... I guess I can make sure that whether I'm correct or not, limited edition usually means there is a set number of these. Like there are 250 of these and that is it. That is correct. That's the rare rare of the two. Yes. Limited release is we are releasing this from this day until this day. And then after this, you can no longer get it. But we have, it's not, it's not usually as, as difficult to get those. Correct. Because you can. If you come across the limited edition item that you absolutely love, get it like there's it'll usually have a number associated with it it'll tell you this is one of 2500 or whatever that are released Mo, you know i think and we've covered this before most items you purchase i think a lot of people purchase disney items thinking oh this is my get rich gonna sell this later on in my life the reality is that's not the case i will say that limited edition you might have a little bit better of a chance potentially if you were to try to sell that later maybe if somebody really wanted it and wasn't able to get it but don't think you're going to go buy all this disney product and suddenly get rich selling it later on uh and definitely don't do that if you've got any kind of a discount like a dvc discount or an annual pass discount count you'll you'll get banned immediately yeah, yeah my point is though limited edition if you see that during an event like matt said and it's something you want get it don't wait um if it's limited release it's only going to be available for that limited period of time but there's not a set number they're releasing yeah yeah so like the the shirts uh for flower and garden that's happening right now those are limited release shirts exactly not limited they're not gonna, edition. They're not, gonna, they're not gonna number those you know yeah. one through 2200 or something i mean they yeah. might i'd be kind of weird if that was the case but yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay. What, well, what is- I had I did have resort branded items as well, like I said. So that was separate. Um, okay. Let's see what we got going here. Let's get back on track. Um, okay. This one is kind of a cheat, but I'm going to take it anyway. And that is the souvenir mug at the resort. Ah. Okay. The souvenir mug at the resort. We've talked about this before, Matt. When you stay on property, you do you typically get the refillable mug? 
I usually do not. Um, I usually I usually get my um, I just have my water bottle and I just drink water all the time. Well, I guess if you're not a soda or coffee drinker, it maybe not or or yeah. tea drinker, it's probably not worth it. But if you are a soda, if you are a coffee, if you are a hot chocolate drinker in your back, it is totally worth it. For for like 20, I think it's 24, 25. dollars It's really reasonable if you drink it a, is a lot of coffee. <laughs> but you also wind up with this plastic mug yeah. that you get to take home. I have probably six or seven or eight or nine or and again those twelve change. or thirteen of them or something. I don't know in my cupboard, and we use them all the time. I have one at my at my work that I use that I, I refill my water on. They change. You talked about event specific. The one I have at the office is the fiftieth anniversary one. The one that I'm going to get in three weeks is going to be the hundredth anniversary mm-hmm. one because. They've come out with them now. I've got they change all the time. You can change the color of them. And what's what makes them worthwhile, you're not just spending $25 on a plastic mug. That doesn't make it worth it. But basically for 30 days, you get unlimited refills. You get unlimited refills at any Disney resort. It's RFID enabled, and you can fill up on soda, uh, hot chocolate, coffee, tea, whatever at the Disney resorts. Now you can't use them in the parks. That is, you know. You just can't. That that that's where they make a lot of their money. Don't get me wrong, but when you're back at the pool and you need to go grab a quick drink, or you get back late at night, maybe like people will take them, fill them up, take them to the park, and have their first soda of the day ready to go. They'll use them for water throughout the day in the parks. Have them attached to their their bags or whatever, and then when they come back on the bus or the Skyliner or whatever, they stop by the food court, fill them up again, and head back to their room. Like that alone makes it worth. Well, it. and we've talked about if you're doing a longer trip, it makes sense to have a resort day. And oh, if you yeah. are doing one resort day, even just in that, the fact that yeah. all of your drinks for that whole day are, are covered, are covered um, that, that alone makes it worth it. And I will say, Disney, I know, Matt, you were there recently. Um, they have recently started to install in some of their newer restaurants – soda fountains that you can just go back up to and refill on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Regal Eagle yeah. is one of the ones that has this. Um, and uh, so is, um, I think there's one more over in Hollywood Studios, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember exactly. Disneyland has started to do this too. And I will tell you that while it's not necessarily condoned, I'm not going to say that a cast member is not going to like kick you out if you try to refill your mug. Um, I, I had a, a, a client there who who actually asked the cast member, you know, am I allowed to refill my mug from my resort here? And the cast member said, I'm not going to tell you can, but I'm also going to be looking over here. Like that is basically <laughs> yeah. what the cast, the yeah. cast member said. So like, you know, at the end of the day, I think they know what those are going to be used for. And again, we already know that that soda, I believe Coca-Cola has a deal with them on and, and gives it to them dirt cheap. I, if I, not I was going to say, I, I'm pretty sure that that is the least of their worries. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so the souvenir mug, absolutely a must. Okay. My next one, I don't even know what number we're on right now. We're just now going through them. (laughs) (laughs) So this one has a special place in my heart. And and I got to tell a story here for a second. I've said on this pod how much Disney and my relationship with my partner Nate have intertwined since we've been together since 2009. Nate took me on my very first trip to Disney in 2010. Our first Christmas together was 2009. 
Okay. And oh, Matt's shaking his head. So he I have this on my so. list. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, uh, so our first Christmas together was 2009. He knew I loved Disney. He bought me. It was a Mickey Mouse bobble. Basically, it was it was the bulb ornament with the two ears, and that was our first ornament together. And it went on the tree. And and I say, unfortunately, it has since broken. But neither here nor there. Um, it was a 2009 ornament. When we went in 2010, we went. And to commemorate our trip in 2010, we stopped by the yield Christmas shop. And a retirement bought. plan. Yes. My, in, my, in, my, in, yes. In 50 years, it'll be me and Casey running the yep. yield Christmas shop. There it is, man. Could you imagine <laughs> us doing a, a Disney Visa card contest up there at that shop? <laughs> yeah, baby. Who are these <laughs> anyway, old farts that are <laughs> – Seriously, running circles. Um, anyway, so got the ornament to commemorate our 2010 trip. And every year since – I have made it a point to get an ornament, a year, a dated ornament or an ornament that I can put the date on to commemorate every year that we've been together. Now, I have, and I've talked about it on the pod, a Disney Christmas tree. But these ornaments don't go on that tree. Um, when I was down in the parks back in 2012, I want to say, I bought – it's a miniature Disney ornament tree, basically. It's about, it's about maybe – two feet high, I, I don't know, two feet off the ground or two feet on the table. And it's got three layers and it's made of metal. It's got Mickey ears on top. It's almost a miniaturized version of the ornament um, display that we used to have at the store, Matt. And um, that is where I display these ornaments. They sit specialty somewhere in the house during Christmas time. And I've got 2009, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, uh, I don't know what was that equal out to 14, 15 Something, ornaments yeah. at this point. <laughs> it's like 15 ornaments or whatever that we, since we've been together, one of which unfortunately is broken, but all the rest are there and, and they represent our, our years together. And usually the ornament itself represents something special about that year. They always, I try to typically make them Mickey ornaments, uh, Mickey or Minnie, Mickey specifically, or yeah, I think they're all Mickey ornaments. I don't think I have anything but Mickey ornaments on them. And, um, yeah, uh, there's just something special about a Disney ornament. It seems really weird if you go in April to, like, go into the Christmas shop and pick on an ornament. But I promise you will not regret it. No. Um, there's, there's some, again, like, there's some, you'll find the ones that you'll be able to find on Shop Disney. But you will also find ones that are not mm -hmm. on Shop Disney. I believe they also do some personalization and customization. So if you they want do. something that's more personalized, that's a way that you can do that. Um, it, it really is uh, like that. I, I always have to stop into that shop, even mm -hmm. if I'm not going to buy something or have already bought something. Um, just it's a nice little shop. And that shop does more than just Christmas, too. Depending on what holiday you're there for, they'll have Easter stuff up. They'll mm -hmm. have St. Patrick's yeah. Day stuff up. They'll have Halloween stuff up, Thanksgiving stuff up. But they've always got the Christmas stuff. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I agree. There, you know it sounds weird to buy ornament in the, hot, in the heat of June or whenever you go. But you buy it. You bring it home. You put it in with your Christmas stuff. And then suddenly when you go to put your Christmas stuff out, you go, hey, what's this? And you open it up and it brings back a flood of memories of when you were on the trip. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what we're talking about here, you know? No? Yeah, so. yeah. So I definitely had, I definitely had uh, 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 ornaments on there. That's that's a big one. And again, yeah. like if we're talking like logistical standpoint, 
easy to pack, not going to take up a bunch of room in your suitcase. Like, you can easily get it home. (laughs) To that point, I do want to add, anything we're talking about, um, Disney does offer um, an amazing service. They discontinued the service where they're going to ship it back to your resort. They don't do that anymore. But they will do one of two things for you. They will ship it to the front of the park for you if you don't want to carry it around all day. And then you can pick it up at guest services before you leave. Or they will also ship it home for you as well. Um, I used that service um, when I was in Disneyland last year. They had a, a life-size Pistons cup. I mean, literally, or uh, uh, it's called the Pistons cup. The, yeah, the Piston, Piston cup. cup, yeah. Yeah. Um, you did what in this that, cup? I mean, it was... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a life-size pi- Piston cup that my brother wanted to be able to give my, my nephew, Blake. And so we, I bought it and um, shipped it home. Shipped it right to his house, actually. It took about two weeks to get there because at the time there was some postal delays, if you guys remember that when that was going on oh yeah um but but yeah that was that was um that is an option that they offer you just fill out the form you get the receipt and you pay the shipping and it's not outrageous pricing either like like it would rival whether or not you wanted to truly bring an extra suitcase with you or not. Yeah. Like some people like, oh, I'll bring an extra suitcase and pay the carry-on cost or the, the check bag cost. Well, that's 70, 80 bucks round trip if you want to do that. It might cost you less just to ship it home. Yeah. You know? it, it, in fact, it probably will, to be honest <laughs> yeah, with you. <laughs> what you get, obviously, depending on what you get. So. Yeah, depending on what you get. So yeah, that's a that's a nice thing about that one. Um, I did Matt, I've, shout- got, I've got three left. How many do you have? I have um like – Three, four, kind of, you know. Um, So one I want to shout out, I don't need to talk about a lot for this, but there's a place in Disney Springs that you can get a customized phone case. And in terms of variety of what you can get on the back of that phone case, again, like I said with the pins, if you're talking like I want a specific character, um, this gives you a ton of templates to choose from. And, um, uh, like, it's not just all, oh, you'd pick one off the rack. A lot of it is you can, you know, go on the little computer screen and go, I have this phone and this is the design I want. And then it, you know, in blank amount of time, it pops it they out for you. had that in Tomorrowland. Oh, really? At the souvenir shop outside of Space Mountain before it closed. Now that souvenir shop is both Space Mountain and Tron. Okay. So I I don't know if they still have it, but they had that exact same setup there. Yeah. Um, where you had the pre-selected choices, but you could also, um, the variety was literally un like unlimited. It's unlimited. And again, when you talk souvenirs, one of the things that I looked at is is just the the pragmatic use of it. How often are you going to use it? Or is it some, you know, like there are certain things and we're going to have an episode coming up here in the next couple of weeks on like ways to avoid wasting money at Disney. Um, You know, there are certain souvenirs that you just don't buy. A a balloon is one of them. And we'll talk about that. It's just, it makes no sense to buy a balloon. Like no matter how much your kid cries, nobody likes the balloon, but um, yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, go ahead. What's your next one? Um, the other one, um, I kind of combined the popcorn buckets and the sippers. Um, I forgot all about those. I yeah. think those are just fun because you can use them while you're in the park. You can use them when you get home. Sometimes the sippers are a little bit, you know, obnoxious of like, you know, I can't really bring my like Sam Eagle sipper to work. Like, that's, why not? Come on. I, yeah, I mean, I, you know, just kind of a maybe on 4th of July I will or you know, I don't work <laughs> on 4th of July. The 5th of July I'll bring it to work. But uh, my, my orange bird sippers at work, but I've never actually used it to sip anything. It just sits there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, 
um, but those are always fun, and they always look really nice. Like all of those popcorn buckets and all of those zippers, mm-hmm. just man, they they do a great job with them. They really do. They really do, and and they've gotten more creative over the yeah. years. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever wanted the popcorn bucket. But th- there's been a couple of sippers I've wanted. Yeah, over the I'm years. not a huge popcorn guy. Like it's not that I hate it. I just it's not my you know not really my thing. Um, and so like I I, I don't know like I, it 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 also just has to be like like if they came out with a cronk popcorn bucket, I'm getting that. Mm-hmm, but there's mm-hmm, a lot of them mm-hmm. I can say I recognize that that popcorn bucket is really cool and really really well done. But I I don't really need it. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I wanted to shout out was um... oh, I've got a couple more on mine oh, here. Sorry, go quick. for it. So, go yeah, for, okay. Go so, so, okay, I'm going to combine these two into one because they're kind of the same category. And then I've got one after that. Um, okay, so the, I, I kind of had them split up before, but I guess you know one of the things that you look at when you go is, do I want to buy clothing while I'm down there, mm-hmm. right? And Disney is there's no shortage of the amount of clothing that um, Disney has available. If you're going to buy clothing, again, be pragmatic about what you're going to buy, right? You know, like that really cool looking Donald Duck hat might be something you're going to wear while you're at Disney. But after that, it's going to wind up on your your, your thing over here. And like I bought the, the Sorcerer Mickey ears, but like like. I haven't worn them since. Like they just sit here and yeah, they, I, I remember what trip this was. They're, they're cool. But like what trip was that? So what I look for, if I'm going to buy a piece of clothing, I look for like, I, I'm a baseball hat guy. You can actually see a bunch of the baseball hats behind me. I'll typically buy a brand new baseball cap while I'm down there with a particular character that means something to me. It has a special design or whatever, and I'll wear that the entire trip. And then occasionally I'll wear it, you know, you know, I'll feel like I'm in the mood to wear a hat and I'll wear it when I'm out and about, um, you know, in everyday life. The same is true though, for like shirts, um, Disney quality t-shirt, Disney tea quality has gone downhill quite a bit. They've become very much silkscreen type t-shirts. So I actually avoid, and I'm a a bigger guy, so I have to find t-shirts that are going to fit me, typically a 3X, um, and I know that they're going to um, shrink. So I try to avoid t-shirts unless it's a a, a specific event-based or date-based t-shirt. But what I will look for is a shirt that will last longer. I love my hoodies. When I can find a hoodie that fits me really well down there i will buy a hoodie and it's worth it for me 50 or 60 dollars that's not bad when a t-shirt's gonna run you 25 well right living in the midwest there's uh like i wear hoodies every day i've got one on right now because it got suddenly cold all of a sudden even when it's 80 degrees outside it's air conditioning's on indoors you put a hoodie on right so like for for 50 bucks versus the the 25 or 30 you're going to spend on the t-shirt i feel a hoodie is a better quality I'll do a, a polos are a little a little less so because polos like they run forty or forty five dollars. That's pretty expensive yeah. for a polo. But I'll do a hoodie. Spirit jerseys at one point, <clears throat> excuse me. Spirit jerseys at one point I thought were a good value, but my God, they're up to like seventy five dollars a piece now. I'm yeah, sorry, I will not spend seventy five dollars on a spirit jersey. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um. Uh, or I have also bought in a couple of jackets from Disney hmm. before, and I still have one downstairs I bought 10 years ago. It's an orange and gray jacket. It's got the Disneyland or Disney uh, World logo on it. Um, it's perfect. It's a lightweight jacket during rainstorms. In fact, I 
bring it with me sometimes at the parks as opposed to a poncho. Yeah. Um, so that that is it. So just when you're thinking about what to buy, and this goes for kids as well, um, don't spend your money on T-shirts for kids in the park. Go to a Walmart, go to a Target, go to a JCPenney and buy the Disney tees there. For like five bucks. And for five or six <laughs> bucks and then wear them to the parks. Yeah. It'll save you a ton of money. Um, something we did when the kids were – when we went to the uh, the parks back in 2019, I bought a bunch of stuff at the Disney store and elsewhere. Um, and when we went down, we I got to the parks earlier than um, they did. And I laid it all out in their room as though Mickey had left them a surprise. Ooh, fun. That's yes. the fun thing about buying things beforehand too is mm-hmm. you then can be the magic for your children. Or if it's just you, you can like get excited about going on the trip by buying up some fun shirts. So I don't think that buying it beforehand somehow – hinders the experience of being down there in 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 most cases it can actually enhance your experience and then you can spend that money doing other things or upgrading to the resort or buying something you weren't necessarily thinking about like it, it save the money on 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 some of the stuff so okay what's your next one what's your last um, one? my last one would be um disney artwork um, you know, not necessarily during Festival of the Arts, but like I know in Disney Springs, there's a whole art of Disney, like all that stuff. You can find some really unique pieces that, again, you're not going to find these anywhere else. Um, you can find some incredibly unique pieces um, that are very, very cool. We have one that's it's Mickey and Minnie drawn into the Mary Poppins uh, scene where they're um, uh, having tea with the penguins. And That's awesome. it's just a really cool piece of artwork. And, um, and so if you're looking for something that again, from a, like you can hang that up somewhere and look at it all the time, that is something that you can, uh, you can buy that is going to be in some cases, a one of one, you want to talk about limited edition. Like mm-hmm. it, it uh, like these are not mass produced artworks. A lot of these are this, you know, this person made a bunch of, a bunch of pictures, but just they're one offs. And exactly. so that can be a great way to really have something that's unique to you in a lot of cases, but also, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some that will cost you thousands of dollars, but there's some that are incredibly reasonable. Yeah, and during the Festival of the Arts, that's a great time to buy that if you get a chance to go to Epcot's Festival of the Arts, which I believe runs first part of the year, like January yeah, the, through It was going through, on like, when we March. were there. And yeah, yeah just, just walking around at all and seeing all the – I mean, even if you don't like go in, but you just walk around, you see a lot of stuff. You're like, man, that looks really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um you know, it, one thing I want to add, the cast members will tell you, and, and I'm going to echo the sentiment here, just in general about any of the souvenirs that you buy. If you like it, buy it. Yeah. Don't assume that it's going to be there when you come back. I think that is sometimes a mistake that a lot of first time 
visitors will make is, well, well, we'll come back around and see if it's still there. They turn so much merchandise so fast. There is a very good chance that the product you're looking for just won't be there when you when you return. Um, and the reason why I can say this is that Disney has a pretty lenient return policy. Like if you later on decide, you know what, I overbought, I don't need this, you can return it, and you don't have to go back to the same location in most cases yeah. that you purchased the item from. Like if you get back to your resort and realize, oh man, I way overbought this stuff you can go right to your resort hotel and return it there um and and get your money back no problem fun fact about this did you know that when product is returned to the non-original location okay it never actually goes back into circulation really it ends up in the cast member store at a discounted rate oh yeah, That's they don't bo- they don't bother with the logistics of getting okay. it back to its original location. Makes sense. They just ship it off. That just goes to show you how much markup is on this stuff, right? Yep. Um, okay, so my last one, and this is something I have actually mentioned before on the pod, and I actually asked Nate. I said, you know, I need one more souvenir that I can throw out there. He's like, well, tell them about the sour cherry balls. And I think I've mentioned the sour <laughs> cherry balls on, on the pod before, but generally speaking. Great souvenirs to take back, not only for yourself, but for like coworkers um, or like little trinkets are some of the Goofy's Candy Company treats. Yes. The the taffy, the sour candy balls. Um, So the story behind the sour candy balls is that we went on a trip back in 2000 and uh, I don't know what it was, 16, 15, whatever. And our friend Shaddy, who has been on the pod, friend of the pod, um, he picked up these goofy sour candy balls or sour cherry balls and he shared them with us and they were absolutely delicious like they are absolutely phenomenal and so throughout the trip we bought a couple packages of these and then sure enough on our way home we decided to pick up a couple more i think they were even at the airport so we were lucky enough to be able to get them at the airport location so we had them and then the following year we went back and the sour candy balls were there again and we had some more but it has become a tradition that every time i go to disney or every time we go to disney these sour cherry balls not only do we enjoy them while they are there they do find their way home with us a couple of packages as well and yes there are generic ones out there we discovered that the circle k around the corner has sour cherry balls they're not and the same they 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 they, they they taste basically the same, but they're not the same. They're not they're, the same. They, they don't have Goofy on them. Yes. They're not. They're not. In fact, I don't even think they have Goofy on them anymore. I think they have Mickey on them now. But but they're the same ones, the ones that you get in the parks. And so, um, I think one year I came home and did not bring them home. And Nate's like, "Where are my sour cherry balls? Why did you bring me my sour cherry balls?" And so, um, I've never made that mistake again. I've course, always managed yes. to pick up two or three bags of them. And but that's just a good recommendation in general, whether it's lollipops. Taffy, the Rice Krispies, um, the individual – I actually brought – they have an individual like – I think it's like six-pack of chocolate candy bars for like $15 yeah. that you can bring home. Those are great little giveaways to people. Um, you know, you want to bring a little touch of Disney magic back to your family and friends. That's your a good office. That. Like that's a great like I'm yeah. back in the office here, guys. Everyone loves a little candy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I this I I I've said this on the pod before, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end my my portion with this Disney. Again, we we, we know you're listening to this podcast. We, <laughs> you know they are. You, you know, know you are. are. And in fact, you should be listening to this point because this is how you're going to make a lot of money. Every single gift shop after a ride 
needs to have a little die cast of the ride vehicle. Yes! I am buying every single one of those. Every single one. Even rides I hate. I do not care. I will buy the ride vehicle. And here's the thing. I'll bet you would find that a lot of kids would also buy. I'm thinking of my children who love right now, since we have been to Disney, pretending that they're on rides and asking Mm -hmm. to see rides. If I could give them a little die cast of one of those ride vehicles, that's going to enhance the pretend play. Um, so it, it to me is it's it's one of those that for kids it's great for adults it's great for collectors it's great Disney you have thousands of ride vehicles like I would buy the Disney bus I would buy a Skyliner I well would bu- okay now now in fairness they have some of those some of those yes so but- they've got, they've got a Disney bus they've got the Skyliner they've got um they've got the Skyliner they've got the bus they've got the monorail. Um, in fact, they've got a couple different versions of the bus. They've got the Magical Express bus, and I've seen the Disney Transport bus as well. I've seen both of those. But like, I'm showing, the problem is – go ahead. I'm showing Casey this. Like this I found at Star Tours. Like this is the Star Tours vehicle. vehicle. Yes. And I'm like this, this. It's, 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 give, me the, give me the Kilimanjaro Safari. Yes. Safari vehicle. Yes. Give me, give me the. Um, I hate uh, Collie River Rapids. <clears throat> give me a diecast of that ride vehicle. Um, you know, give me Hot, a, I'm sure Hot Wheels would be willing to partner with you on that. <laughs> give me a Slinky Dog Dash uh, yes. diecast. Give me a Toy Story Midway Mania one. Give me the Cosmic Rewind one. Give me I every one of them. Every single one of them from years past rides that are not even existing anymore. Throw at me a diecast of 10 bucks a, 10 bucks a piece you'd be making money hand over fist with this. Hand over fist. I'm hand over I'm, fist. I'm in. I'm in. I'm buying all of them. There is not one of them that I do not need. Yep. I love it. I love it. Okay, so is there a souvenir that we missed? I'm sure there are. And again, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this list because as we've said all along, it's all about memories and experience and the, the, the personal attraction and attachment that you have to that souvenir. Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot lately about my Disney room. I've, I've got so much crap in here. It's insane that like parsing down a lot of this stuff, stuff that has no personal attachment whatsoever, selling it or whatever, and only keeping the things that matter most to me that have those personal connections. Um, I think that is the way to go. I mean, no matter how you Disney, there's no wrong way to Disney collect. I mean, everyone's got their own way. There's no right way to do it either. But the reality is, is when you go to the parks, you're, unless you have an unlimited in- income, your budget is limited and you've got to make choices based on what makes the most sense for you. Exactly. Okay. Well, Matt, it's closing time. Um, yes. They can get a hold of us a number of ways. Do you want to run through that real quick? Yes. You can email us, beersandyears1928 at gmail.com. Please email us. We enjoy hearing from you. Facebook you group, Beers and Ears Podcast. Twitter, Instagram, at beersandyears1928. As always, um, you can rate and review us. Uh, five stars, five stars. Um, we've got all kinds of great um, great episodes. we got a whole library of episodes. So if you are new with us, welcome. We, we've got a whole library. We just set our schedule for the, uh, for the first part of the summer here. we got more 
top tens or just list things that will that you know will list out for you. Um, as well as we got you know all the summer movies that are coming out. Mandalorian is ending next week from when we're recording this, so we'll we'll have our roundtable back. So um, lots of fun and exciting things coming on the pod in the next couple months. Um, yeah, um, CaseyWoolley.com. Head to there if you're looking to play. If, if you're like, how do I get these souvenirs? I want to go to the parks right now. Head over to CaseyWoolley.com, and Casey will help you plan that trip. You know, speaking of rate and review, I just got to tell you, man, we have 33 reviews. I, I, I don't like or 33 wow. rate 33 ratings on 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 our iTunes. Um, that's pretty good. That like, is pretty good. I, I, I haven't looked at those recently, but you know, average rating 4.8. I, I'll take that. We have one three star review. I have no idea why. I wish I could. I oh could no, see that's the one they... that our music was too loud. Oh yeah, and we have one one star review. Oh. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I don't know who rated us one star. Eh. We have a we have a one star review. They probably never have even listened to the darn thing, but they Whatever. rated us one star. So they they were they were too chicken to give us an actual like review review in terms of why they gave us one star. They just gave us the one star. So. And frankly, I probably wouldn't care about the reason. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But anyway, um, no. Thank you to our listeners for for reviewing us and for um, and for keeping us alive and 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 just being part of who we are. So, um, yeah, next week we've got um, – what are we doing next week? Did we just say what we're doing next week? Uh, we are doing uh, – uh, are we doing – we're doing movies, top ten movies. We've never done a top ten movies. I don't know how we have missed top ten movies. That just boggles my mind that we've missed that one. So, so you'll hear that's coming list. up next week. You'll hear our list. And I have a project. This is in my redefining of Sorcerer Network because I've, I've, I just I haven't liked it what it is. I have an idea. And it's going to go hand in hand with this, and it gives me a week to figure it out. Excellent. Okay, okay. Speaking of Sorcerer Network, um, I was on an episode here of Discontinued on Display um, uh, just a couple of days ago. That's I don't coming know out on Thursday. So it'll be out Thursday. So it'll be out. So this comes so out then. Thursday, okay. Yeah. So two days from now, if you're listening to this on release day, make sure you listen to the Mistress podcast. Um, we are talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of their shell tour. Yes. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Cowabunga. All I've got to say is think straight. <laughs> Be straight. You are straight. Listen to the episode. <laughs> I promise you will know what all that means. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's raise our glass. This has been an episode, man. This episode has been on us. We will see you again real soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.